Today's episode is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. And just head to omeo.com and use the code LISTENER5 at checkout. Valid until the 30th of June for new users on all modes of transportation. It's just a quick pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo. Plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and condition apply. Hello, everyone. You listen to J Movie Talk, episode 205, as I'll be talking the movie Space Jam. When the world's greatest athlete, Michael Jordan, teams up with the world's best-loved cartoon character, Bugs Bunny, you won't believe your eyes. Pardon me, Mr. Jordan. Can I have your order to the... Uh, your John Hancock? What's going on here? We need your help! You heard of the dream team? Well, we're the mean team. Ready? Yeah! Done. Yeah. You kick it in here. You go to the hole Bill. and dominate. We own defense. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I don't play defense. Warner Brothers presents... Jordan. Funny. Special delivery! Together, they just might save the world. Space Jam. You've never seen anything like it. And joining me for this episode is the person who picked this movie. Um, the one, the only Miss All-Star herself. Keita Hubbard. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing pretty well, Jay. Thank you for having me back on Jay's Movie Talk. You know, I knew it before it was something else, you know, you know. But yeah, no, thank you for having me. Yeah, nobody remember those episodes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I actually. Love you that know, you show. <laughs> no, what's funny about it, those episodes are still on uh, SoundCloud. They still get a lot of play, which is interesting. So, yeah, I, I appreciate it. People still listen to those episodes, even though they're like four, five years old, almost, well, practically. So, yeah. Um, So this is the second uh, old school June. I did the first one last year where I covered some older films and whatnot. But this year I decided to bring it back, but I wanted to switch it up a bit. Um, So this month on the podcast, you know, I asked some people, you know, you know, what are some of your like what's a favorite film of yours from your childhood? So um you picked this movie and just a quick uh, reason why you picked Space Jam. Um when I was a child, I wanna say early two thousands, maybe, maybe I don't remember going to see in the movie theater per se. But I remember it, it was on VHS, if you guys remember that, or DVD. And I used to just watch it. Like, I just used to watch it constantly. And, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Looney Tunes, uh, Buzz Bunny and Daffy Duck. Still is. And I'm, I'm a big-ass kid, right? But uh, I just love this movie. It's just one of my favorites from my childhood that I can watch um, 
That's why I picked it. <laughs> All right. No, that's good. I mean, this movie, it, it, it actually did a lot of things. I think, for one, the special effects is like one of the biggest selling tools, you know, for uh-huh. the movie, um, or whatnot, um, and everything. And the fact that it is on HBO Max, it did look. It, it looks even better than what it did back then and everything because now you got right. the, you got the 4K and all that stuff or whatnot. So it looks it still looks great. Even for its time, it looked good. You know, and whatnot. Cause you couldn't have told me that Michael Jordan wasn't standing next to Bugs Bunny and and all them mm-hmm. back then either. So um Right. Whatnot. So, real quick, uh, like I do on every episode, give the quick synopsis and the cast. So, the synopsis for this is, in a desperate attempt to win a basketball match and earn their freedom, the Looney Tunes seek the aid of retired basketball champion Michael Jordan. And the movie stars, of course, Michael Jordan as himself. You have Wayne Knight, Good old Newman from Seinfeld as Stan, Teresa Randall as Juanita Jordan, um, and then you have a bunch of people who basically are playing themselves in the movie and yes. everything. And of course, you have the the Looney Tunes or whatnot and everything. Um, what? Well, I should say this: What did you think about Michael Jordan? You know, from an acting standpoint. Um, he was okay. It really wasn't him that, like, in this movie, the cartoon characters kind of balance him out because he's he don't really have charisma to me as far as a movie star or his role. He just a basketball player or a baseball player. Like, he really didn't say nothing for real in the movie. He was just talking to like the character. It felt like the Looney Tunes like after that, like they always do. So they kind of like carried him, you know, in the match. He carried him in the basketball um, match for them, but they carry him like through the movie. I think that might be crazy to say, but that's that's the way I feel about it. No, I, yeah, I can kind of see that because one thing about Michael, even I don't know if you ever seen when he hosted Saturday Night Live, which I still don't know how they pulled that one off, but he hosted it, and he was never like the funniest thing or came yeah, across as bland, like, a natu- really. like a natural yeah so. yeah he, he's he's almost like from our wrestling show like the uh, old Roman Reigns just like you, you see all the star potential but he just bland for all his personality at the time I, I don't know why I get that with Michael Jordan because in the movie every time I watch it it's never like for him for real it's, it's just for like the Looney Tunes stuff and you know and the other characters in the movie he's just the star that you know basically saved them in a way yeah no, I can see that but I did find it interesting too of how this movie it in quite a few ways it plays off of Michael's real life at the time, mm-hmm. you know, he was retired from basketball. He was playing baseball. He wasn't doing so great at playing baseball um, <laughs> and everything. Which, I mean, he even admits that, too, um, or whatnot. But he was doing it 
Um, just like how, how do you feel about how they did incorporate a lot of like his real life to some degree into the movie? I mean, I like. I think that's one of the reasons. Like when the Looney Tunes part came in, it was more amped up. But when the parts of just Michael Jordan, you know, and his family and how he was a basketball player, he retired, and just having that, it it just felt very real. Um, I don't know about the second movie they're gonna do, you know, coming out soon, I guess, but it just felt very organic with him. And uh, this came out what nineteen ninety six, right? So I didn't even see yeah. it live. I was. Too too young to see it like but I saw the I saw it like when I got older. Well, I was young, but when the movie was older. And I think it, it just it just felt like a it was a flow in the movie because he's in the beginning of the movie you have him and his father. He's shooting basketball what after midnight in you know, in his hometown, whatever, and dad's like, just do one more, you know, he kept doing it, whatever. He told him what he wanted to become and then they go to the press conference. Like it, it just felt like it was a nice flow in the movie. How you got like a a sum a, a summary, uh, very like quick of like he was a basketball player. Now he want to retire and do baseball. Imagine his son was doing baseball as well. He wasn't doing so great either. Well, please excuse me if I if I'm saying that wrong because I don't really know the numbers in baseball like that. But you know, it's just like it was just very like organic how he had like his family and the dog, whatever. But like I liked the like the parts that you just see like it, it was it, it felt like it was him. You know, it didn't feel like he was acting. It just felt like literally just him just like, yeah, like this is just me on a normal day. Yeah. If this makes sense. No, 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 it makes <laughs> sense. Um and I mean see what because I've always had this thing, especially after I got older and like kind of really knew, or I should say learned about everything that happened, you know, after he retired and then, of course, his dad being murdered and everything like that and him going to play baseball and whatnot. And and for this to come out in 96, I, I want to say they filmed it in 95. Um, well, yeah, they had to film it in 95 or whatnot. So, you know, two three years after all that happened you know with him retiring from basketball his father you know being murdered by these goons or whatnot and everything and him going to play baseball i always felt like space jam in a way was and like i said i'm just i'm just saying this from me i I've never heard michael say this or anything but i've always felt like space jam in a way was somewhat of a therapy thing in a way because just think about you know put yourself in his shoes or whatnot you know because if if you watch the last dance the uh the documentary and everything that was on espn last year and when it gets to that part of where after they beat the phoenix suns in the finals and he's doing the press conference he he looks like he doesn't want to he don't want to do this anymore he he would he looks like he'd rather just go away and never be seen again or what now it was and that was an interesting time because when me and chris um recapped that uh for tv's own podcast cheap plug um or whatnot and just talking about that that I always said, like that time period of his life is some of the most interesting stuff that I don't think we will ever truly get a 
full story about. I mean, I was surprised they went in in depth as they did surrounding certain stuff around that time, but I don't think we'll ever get a true story about it. But I always felt like Space Jam in a in a weird way was like a therapeutic thing for him or whatnot because he went through a lot in that time period. And just the fact of, you know, you try to make light of certain serious things that happen in your life. I mean, like, say so you, you completely shift gears with sports. You, you know, you have a parent, they don't pass away in a, you know, natural cause and things because they literally were killed. And it's always been debated. Like, did they know it was him or were they really looking for Michael? which is would have been even not saying it would be worse, but that would have been on a bigger scale. Like imagine Michael Jordan had been murdered on the side of the rope. Anyway, like I said, I just always kind of really thought about that. And I always look at space jam as being like, like a little therapy thing. So, okay. First thing I didn't know his father was a murder. Um, I know, you know, certain things about Michael Joe, but I didn't know that part. Um, that that's very depressing yeah. to hear. And what you so you said it's like Space Jam is therapeutic. It could be uh, for me podcasting this, so I I can like kind of not relate to the murder part, but losing someone, and you know something else could be therapeutic. But like when did he die? Like what was he die? Did he die during like Space Jam or was it no, after? He, no, this was no before because he 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 was killed in ninety three. Oh, before. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And then that that led us to the retirement that he went to sports. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I yeah. okay. I thought you said because, years later. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I was just saying that the Space Jam, you know, was filmed like two, three years after, you know, all of that stuff. Oh, happened. gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah. Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's been therapy. I I I agree with your, your theory on this one. I can see that. Yeah, because like I said, and the reason why he went to baseball is because that was the sport he played when he was a kid, and that's the sport that his dad all kind of always wished he would have pursued, really, because that's the mm-hmm. sport he started out playing as a kid yeah. with baseball. But um, but yeah, um, so I mean, we kind of went to a little dark area, so let's kind of bring it back to a little lighter thing. So, <laughs> um, I, I would say next to the movie. The soundtrack for this movie is probably like one of the best. I can best. be Uncle Flash. <laughs> well, well, we can't talk about that guy anymore because um, uh, I can be Uncle Flash just because I can like his song. So, thank. I messed up. I, I had a little rap, but I forgot. I had it. It was nice. Well, it was yeah. nice the first time I did it. <laughs> but, um, just but, because but yeah, he did what he this, did, the I feel like it's easy. <laughs> the soundtrack for this movie is is probably just as big as the movie itself. Um, yes, it, it was a nice intro because it took a while. I was like, I was still like grooving. I'm like, damn, this is like it's more than five minutes. I'm grooving. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, like I say, that, that song. I believe I can fly. Hell, I remember. Space I actually. Jam, space jam. <laughs> I, even, I even sung that song um, at my. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that's the song that, that our class sung. 
for the elementary school graduation, I believe I can fly. I mean, it's still a, it's a great song. Look, you know what? I think mine did too. Or oh, maybe it was junior high. I know I was a kid. I remember that. That was a school. go-to song. It really was. Yeah, I, I hate it. I hate it. I like that, but I hate a drumline. Every time I think of like those, I always think of drumline. I'm sorry. It just, God, I hate. Oh, I, I only hate it because they show it like a hundred times, and they think that you're supposed to learn something each time. It's such a you, you start hating it after fifty time all school year. <laughs> we could do a whole episode talking about hating drumline and love and basketball because I think I told you. Oh God. Cause I, I know when, when, yeah, I told you and I told Jeff too that like loving basketball is that movie was I saw that movie so many times in school. Coach, like, and Coach uh, Carter was like a slight third, a slight third, like. But I will always see that on TV. Kind of, it's like, oh my god, I'm so sick of seeing this movie. Like, why are they showing this? Like, oh my god, yeah, it's like but, no one wants to see just just because they're <laughs> black movies. Don't be like we want to necessarily see those uh, movies. I mean, no, we can't see. Can you movies. imagine that? Um, what's that movie I talked about in the hood movie sessions? Uh, the, the one with Beyonce. I can't think of it. Oh, imagine seeing that like. Oh, imagine seeing that. You know that, what? Like look, we we gonna have to talk about. We, we gonna. I'm gonna have to take a note of that while we doing this episode to discuss something with you about that movie after because I think somebody. Oh, no. I know somebody. No. No, I am not reviewing that. I'm t- no, no you, you have might to. have to literally put that check in the middle of this time for real. Really? Um, no. Okay, well, but I'm about to speak. I know that person will be listening to this episode. So. Uh, okay, well, well, okay, well, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Okay, then let me start yeah. digging my hood. Uh, okay, so go ahead. The soundtrack. Yes, that's what we were. The soundtrack. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean. Just through the movie, it was. I like that one and Big Mama House is like my, not my top two, but something I will go to. Because matter of fact, before we got on here, I was actually listening to a couple of the songs from this soundtrack. I was like, yeah, I forgot this person did songs for the soundtrack. That person did songs for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean the, the the song by R. Kelly is probably the that, and I would say Seals of uh, Fly Like an Eagle is probably the two biggest songs right. from the soundtrack. Yeah, but I was. But one of my favorites was always the one uh, "Hit 'Em High." You know the monster, the Monstars. Oh yeah, Buster Rhymes, Coolio, LL, Method Man. You know, or whatnot. That 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 was always like one of my all like the "Come on and Get Up" kind of Space Jam. You know that one. Those was always like little hype songs or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's not, but it, I mean, it had a great soundtrack. So, which you rarely get Thank in that. movies today, right? You know, you just gave me an idea for um, um, uh, a movie talk feature episode. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you sure, you sure we didn't? Is if 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 I'm thinking what what I think you're thinking, we might have done well, that episode. Soundtracks. Yeah, I we did. did that a long oh, time wow. ago. We did. Oh damn. <laughs> I don't even remember. Okay, man. Okay, man. <laughs> Maybe do a party. I have the same movie. We could. Like, did you do this before? Did you do this before? I thought we did that well, for the rest one. Oh, okay. Mean, well, that was, I mean, when I say a long time ago, this is back when it was you and I and 
and everything. So it's, so it's one of those six episodes. years ago. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. uh, so, we can always bring uh, it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about me and Chris, but I mean, you always invited to your own show. <laughs> yeah. Yo, going to okay, continue. Anyway. Right. Um, yeah. Invite you to your own stuff. Like that's so, a different thing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the real villain of this movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> another Okay, so one one thing about this movie is how they you have these little aliens that show up, you know, and basically they feel they gonna take over, you know, um Toon Land. Or whatnot, whatever it's called. Or whatnot. And they Yeah, the Looney Tunes, right? But they yeah. like, oh, they want to challenge <laughs> they want to challenge them to a game of basketball. Granted, they not even a foot tall. They like how tall would you even say to y'all? Like how do you know? Like like a, like, like, like my a, foot? I yeah, wear a size seven. Foot and boys. So of course the Looney Tunes they take that challenge like yeah we'll play y'all to a game of basketball because they you know they tower completely over these creatures or whatnot. So they're like all right we got a trick for y'all. So they go to the real world and they get at smart. the time yeah which is smart they go and they get from they take the power the ability from some of the top players at the time and what do you think about like how they did especially showing up to the game with that damn trench coat on with the basketball <laughs> it, when I first saw that when I was, I was like oh my god what are they doing why do they do this to Charles and um, I think his name Patrick uh, if I'm not mistaken and I was like in Larry Bird like I mean, like what, like what are they doing? Like what are they doing? Why are they taking their powers from them? And you know, when I got much, I was like, oh, okay, it's because they want to beat um, the Looney Tunes people because they, you know, basically kind of Looney Tunes was kind of bullying them a little bit. Like you're short. How like how the hell y'all gonna beat us? This is gonna be easy. And then they was like, okay, well, we got something for you. <laughs> we're gonna go get some superpowers but like, it was cool seeing like an actually real game and how they suck up i think charles charles broccoli he literally like th- that was my favorite one because he's like was real dumbfounded and then like the coach put him out and then he went he was walking around you know like he tried to figure out his power well, his power jesus his ability is gone so he go do like a pickup game with the girls and they're like you suck <laughs> I mean, they all lost their ability. I mean, that was pretty cool. I think that's very unique in the movie. And because if I'm not mistaken, the the because it, okay, it was it was Charles Barkley, um, mm. Patrick Ewan, Sean Bradley, Larry Johnson, and Muggsy Bowes that they took the powers from. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think they did the motion caption for the Monstars also. Yeah, I mean they look just like them. Yeah, but they pretty just much uglier. Yeah. yeah, and um, oh, well, oh, quick, quick note. So somebody that you know, they was like, well, you know, because I was like, that's Charles Barkley or whatever. It's like, oh, well, he looks better like that than he do now. 
as the character. <laughs> what are we... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, know, you, you know. already knew who it was. And I was just like, I was like eh, well, uh, I guess so. But um, I do want to bring up one thing. Uh, uh, back to the baseball real quick, Jay. So, I don't know why I got a kick out. Like, so he basically was striking out in the, um, n- not the pitcher, the dude that, I don't know these, you know what I'm talking about, the dude at the plate, him, the catcher, whatever. Oh, the kid. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I got it right. Yes, I got it right. Okay. Him. I should know this, right? So he was basically telling Malcolm Jordan, like, oh, thank you for the autograph or something, something on them lines. And then he literally telling him, don't swing. Now swing. And I'm just like, um... <laughs> He just giving this man like all like all like the you know he cheating for him basically he's helping him imagine on the opposite team so he strike out and like the whole team is just like good job you know like they just like cheering I'm just like what the hell even Michael Jordan is like what the hell like no one don't want to be on his bad side like they just wanna they just know he's going through the motion so they don't want to you know like put all that pressure on him <laughs> I don't know why I gotta kick out that scene. No, because it, it, it is funny, but at the same time, you know, this is Michael Jordan at the, I want to say the height, the highest of the high of his popularity. Because I think people forget, like, just how popular Michael Jordan was. Like, this man was known around the world. And, yeah, you you have a lot of basketball players now that are known and everything but there's a reason why Michael Jordan names still ring out even more so now than a lot of the superstar players that have come and gone since he's been retired because it just he was he was so popular and like I, said, I keep going back to the last dance or whatnot because I'm I'm glad it shows like just how famous he really was so with that, you had a lot of these guys that was playing with him in the minor leagues that, yeah, they they were fans of his. So, yeah, I can I can I can see that, but it is funny. Like, yeah, you on the opposite team, but I'm tip I'm giving you the I'm telling you when to swing and when not to because I'm I'm such an awe of who you are and everything. So that that's that's a big thing. Um. So, because of what happens uh, with the Monstars, you know, taking the powers from the basketball players, uh, they shut down the league. <laughs> if they get shut down, so there's no basketball. Which it was, was Corona. Of, yeah, it was <laughs> Corona. Corona yeah, yeah, in 1996. Down. Which is kind of funny because in real life, after Michael retired, the ratings for the NBA did dropped drastically. <laughs> they, mm, yeah. The rate dropped drastically. And that, that just tells you like how popular, how famous he was. Is that Definitely. he's not playing, so I ain't got no reason to watch. watch. Yeah, why am I right. watching? But granted, <laughs> everyone didn't live in Chicago, but everyone was a fan of Michael Jordan. So, mm. so that tells you something. Yeah. So the, so so when the monsters show up, show back up, and they've now they're the giants <laughs> and everything, right? So the Looney Tunes basically got they got hustled, basically. 
I think that Feet Duck, he was like, he's one of my favorites. He's he, you know, he just one of my favorites in the movie. He just like what like and then it's like certain scenes he's being very sarcastic. I'm, I just love him in this movie. And then I guess eventually they figure out they they need a superstar, so they go get Michael Jordan. But he was playing golf and they just sucked him through the hole. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like, okay. But I like I like the effects no, of that though. Like how no, 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 he no, goes no. through with the little Looney Tune logo and then they did he kiss him on the head or stamp him or something like that? Wait, 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 wait. No, you gotta no, you gotta talk more about this scene because it was him he was putting and Stan was supposed to be taking the picture because it, it was it was um it was right, Bill, right. Bill Murray and Bill Murray was there too. <laughs> he put me taking the picture of Michael Funny. And right when he takes the picture, that's when he gets sucked down in the hole. Yeah, and, that, right. And Bill Murray's like, What kind of camera is that? <laughs> no. what, I what kind of camera is that? Like, what is that? Like, Michael. <laughs> Michael. Like, what happened to Michael? And, and then he digs the hole like all night long trying to find this man. Yes. Uh, you have to give it. It's, it's Stan was was a true. He was he was a true agent. This man, he he wanted to make sure his client was safe, even though he he felt responsible for it. Multiple times when you first see him, you know when they in the stands with the owner. I said, like, okay, he you know when I was small, I was like, oh yeah, he he's gonna be the you know the guy they go to. He's gonna be the goofy guy in the movie, the human. So you got him doing that. You got him doing the golf stuff. You got him doing the basketball stuff. And, you know, he had to, you know, he finally got down there. He's like, Michael, Michael, if you can hear me. <laughs> and then he got sucked in somehow. But how did, I know I'm skipping way ahead, but how the hell Bill Murphy get in? Like, did he just walk in the door? Like, or, or did he throw the camera down the hole and he just like, hey. Like, did he take a <laughs> selfie with the camera? Like, how the hell did he get down there? That is is a mystery. That even even Michael said, "Bill, how'd you get here?" <laughs> he never exactly. he, he never answered. Right. Question. Don't worry about. Don't worry about. I'm tired now. Bye. Like you literally come help us, but you tired. <laughs> you wanted this moment, but you tired. Okay, go away. <laughs> go away. <sighs> that should have been me. Okay, let me back back up. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Which is funny, that was actually in my notes. Like, how the hell did... Because I think that's, like, one of the biggest questions. How the hell did Bill Murray get there? <laughs> how did he get there? <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, like I said, look, well, like you said, you know, they, you know, you know, they're going to get the greatest basketball player who... Uh, basketball? Baseball player. Baseball. Baseball player. <laughs> so, so yeah, they go. They get Michael. Michael trying to figure out like, what the hell? What, what the hell am I? Just just not two seconds ago, I was on a golf course. Now I'm in Tomb Land. Like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, what 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 the hell's going on? <laughs> um, but just what do you think about like his interaction with the Looney Tunes once he get there? It was fun. It's not really him. It's them. <laughs> it's just that, you know, they just loony. And you got Buzz Bunny. You got Lola. Lola Bunny, you know, she um comes out of nowhere. I don't know what the hell she comes. She was sucked through the hole. I don't know how the hell she got there. But she came and um 
you know, trying to get on the team. Well, she did. She was on the team, too. But, like, just, it was fun, like, how the gym was all, like, dirty. Like, I can't play, like, with these shoes or, you know, or with this outfit. I need my gym stuff. So they go to his high house and, of course, get the gym stuff. Don't forget his North Carolina Right, yeah, he got his lucky shorts or whatever. They got that, and I mean that house scene was. I mean, it was it was okay. I mean, the kids no interact with no uh, Looney Tunes and just right. <laughs> that damn dog, Jesus Christ, that dog just annoying. <laughs> dog knew what was up. Shoot, like, dog knew something wasn't right going on. He was protecting the house. <laughs> Right, but the graph is like when it was in like his house. It's like it, it, I know, like during the movie when they had Looney Tunes, it's one thing, but when they like going to the human side, or, you know, up to his house, it's like wow, these graphics are really good. And this is like years ago, and it still looked like he's still on HBO Max. Plugged in them, I guess, and it just looked amazing. So yeah, they go get his stuff, and you know, he he kind of he he tr- he has to like. Coach them up because clearly they don't know anything about playing no damn basketball or whatnot, which is funny. And then, <laughs> then we find out that the monsters are actually not doing this on their own. They actually have a leader by, and his name is Swackhammer, voiced by Danny DeVito. Um. You so, know what, Jay? This whole the whole time I was watching years and years, I never like really Google like the Space Jam or whatever. But I kept telling someone, I was like, I know that voice. I just couldn't even like I couldn't like like figure it out. I was like, I know that voice. And my mom was like, Oh, it's the dude from Taxi, but I can't think of his name right now. I was like, Taxi. I was like, oh. I was like, Taxi. I mean, I know she's talking about. It. I was like, I still don't know. <laughs> I was like. Nah, I can't, it can't be, the, uh, it can't of be him. The, but, nah. Of all the stuff that he was in, that's right. what, Taxi? <laughs> well, well, the second movie, she was like, he played in with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the twins. movie. I was just like, well, twins. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, but it didn't click. I was like, oh, whatever. I was so into the mouse. I was like, oh, whatever. I was like, Jay would tell me. <laughs> but no, it's just like, who says, who says Taxi is the first thing we say Danny DeVito? I just don't uh, Taxi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I ain't want to say it too loud. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, so yeah, Danny DeVito is the voice of Swack Hammer. Um, and Makes sense. What, yeah. But what's funny about it, and I didn't find this out until I watched The Last Dance. He was in that character was inspired by the the Chicago Bulls uh, general manager at the time, Jerry Krause, who who Michael did not get along with, and no one got along with. So oh, wow. the way he is, the way they have his character look, like the design of that character, is modeled after Jerry Krause, and because they talk about it in the Last Dance. I don't even know what the man looked like, but um, I, well, that's if, if you ever see a picture of him, yeah, if you ever I'm see a picture, what's his name? Jerry Krause is K R A U S E. Okay, keep talking. I'm gonna find it. So, yeah, I mean, granted, he he's passed away, so they didn't have any like actual footage of him for the um, last dance. No current stuff. It was all old stuff, of course, of him. 
But yeah, when they talked about that in the last dance about yeah that Jerry that the Swackhammer character was modeled after Jerry Krause and basically how he was a swindler and how he basically wanted the players to you know just be a slave almost to him and he was more important than the players. It's like yeah, that's what that character was in the movie. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah, that was that was them kind of poking fun at this man. It was just crazy, um, or whatnot. But uh, what'd you think of? Uh, <laughs> I hit my ankle here. I'm sorry. But what'd you think of Swackhammer? Like just being like this. Oh, he. Yeah. He do look like him. Yes, he does. Oh wow. He does. <laughs> he does. Oh, but but what'd oh, you think of Danny DeVito? He, I mean. I mean, I mean, I was in the character. I mean, he's a bad guy, and you know, he's well. At the time, you know, he, he's a head person. Basically, he had his own theme park or whatever, and he wanted like spice it up, you know, get some new talent, you know, just like refresh the brand. So basically, he had all these little um, aliens. Um, they are they have two superpowers now, and. I mean, his interaction with them was funny. He just bullied them. It was funny to me. <laughs> like, I literally just laugh every time he talk. And I liked the part with him and Michael Jordan at the end, how they made the deal. And then the way he just walked with the, the cigar in his hand, I mean, in his mouth. I mean, all his, all his like, scenes was like, he was a douchebag. But at the same time, I want to see more of him, too. It's like, okay, what can he do next? Yeah, is Swackhammer gonna be in the next one? I doubt it. But um what I was gonna say. Is there so, anybody else like in the uh, real quick, anybody else like okay, so you have the other player, which I didn't even know um uh Seth Curry turned down the role. That's pretty okay. Well anyway, I think it should be Kobe Bryant. That's a whole different story. But the one who's gonna be in the next one is it somebody he doesn't like in management? You think they were gonna like do a mockery out of them or no? Well, the only or maybe somebody in, in the NBA, like in general, as a like the not only, a basketball player no more. Or the only person I could think of would be the Cleveland <clears throat> Cavaliers owner. That's the only person I could think of that he would do that to. But uh, but this movie looks too. Looks too flashy, too polished, and and it it, it could have really just been his own thing. Why it had to be called Space Jam Legacy? I have no idea. A new legacy. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. I said I really don't understand why they felt the need to to do this movie because this movie that we're talking about is a classic movie. It right it. And no, it's not like no. Michael is not the the greatest actor in the world or whatnot. And like we say, you don't really watch it for him per se. You really watch it for everything else that surrounds him, really, um, or whatnot. But it's it's one of those like classic, you know, half animated movies or whatnot. You know, live action slash, and you know, just like uh, Roger Rabbit and, you know, certain movies like that where you have the animation mixed in with your live action stuff. It it, it falls in line with that or whatnot. But, um, so Michael, he gets the team all together. You know, they 
get to the big game. And a lot of foolishness goes on in this game because the monsters just are beating the hell out of them. And at some point, Shoot Michael ball. even getting Michael getting beat up. Um, you know, it was almost like, damn, he playing the Pistons or something like Jesus or whatnot. <laughs> um, just just like what you overall, what you think about like a lot of the basketball scenes? Oh, uh, it was fun. I mean, at first they, you know, they was. I mean, it's a it's a story that they build into. They get like, oh my god, like I think the store the the school clock was just like we can't even hold like the limit or something. I forgot what it said exactly. Like the school was up so high, and it's like this game should basically be over. But they went to halftime, and then Buzz Buddy had like the secret, the secret juice uh, of water, steroids, and the second half, right, exactly. <laughs> The second half, like, they was, like, playing street ball. I mean, you had, like, a scooter in the damn court. I mean, they were just throwing the ball to each other and, you know, and scoring. One part, like, when Daffy Duck had the ball and he gave the granny <laughs> and they smushed her. And Lola was like, really? Like, did you just do this? She was off. She was wide open. Wide open. So, I, I died. Like, I mean, it was so many scenes. During the basketball game, that it was like really funny watching uh, Michael Jordan. I mean, he was okay, and and then you had Stan. He it was halftime, and he was um he was fine. I don't know how the hell he got in the lo- we, we don't know how he got in the locker, but he was in the locker. And the, the I call them the villains. You know, they basically like, like who's in here? And it's like I smell something. He's like, well, you know, who was playing? You know, basketball balls and. Um, they found him and basically he go back to Michael Jordan and them and he's like, I guess they burnt them alive or smoked them, whatever. And he basically told them about the power or whatever. So they, you know, came up with the whole thing. Like, hey, we, now we can like play like on their level kind of, well, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to like just basically be, you know, play street ball, just amplify and, um, so when he when he when Stan finally got in the game, I'll get to a point when he, when he finally got in the game and he he got smushed and uh, emergency people came whatever you know he passing gas or whatever even the skunk was like what the hell and Michael Jordan was like wow you could do that here and then he realized that oh okay cool There's certain things in Looney Tunes you can do like you know you cannot do and like on a real in real life so basically the one of the final shots. He just stretched his arm out and got the whole shot. I know I skipped a lot just now. And he dunked, you know, his famous um, jump shot, whatever. His little move, whatever he does. And they win the game, but back up, because I talked about this earlier. Bill Murphy, I was just like, where you come from? And, I mean, I'm glad you here to help, because at this point, the whole team was just, like, beat the hell up. <laughs> and they needed some help. And if they didn't, they would forfeit the game. So I like how he came there, but it's like, how did you get here? That's still like a question I would like to ask. I know he's probably like, what, 70 years old by now? I don't know. 70, so. But um, other than that, I mean, the whole the whole game was good. I, like, I just like the interaction from both sides. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, the Looney Tunes come out on top because Michael does his trademark um, dunk. But it's not a well, dunk. not jump shot, right? Dunk, yeah. sorry. But it's, it's not even really a dunk because he just stretches his arms out and lets the ball go. Did it's you like... see the camera angle? That that was bothering me a little bit. Like you, you really look at you literally at the net for real. 
but okay. I I, I but, let it go. It's a grab. But he lets the ball go, and I'm like, what if it just hits the? What if it clings the back of the the, the rim and it rims out? <laughs> like, what happens then? Like, you screwed. You gonna be a slave on a moron mountain, and you play basketball all day every day. It made me think about a scene from Jago and Jay. It's like you go, they gonna give you a, a hammer, and you are gonna turn big rocks into little rocks. <laughs> you gonna work all day every day until your back go out. <laughs> That's what that made me think about it. when he was explaining to Michael, like if they lose, he have to go be a slave on Moron Mountain and play against their kids, and he would lose every day against everyone. It'd be an attraction where he lose every day, or whatnot. Funny just how I made a connection to Django Unchained and Space Jam, but whatever. Um. Anyway, so, <clears throat> so yeah, all that happens and whatnot. And Michael, he goes back and he basically has a newfound love for the game of basketball. And he decides to come out of retirement wearing number 45. And he goes back to playing for the Bulls. And, and <laughs> that scene at the end with Bill Murray and Larry Bird watching the game. And Bill Murray's like, you know, I, I I did it. That could that could have been me. <laughs> type of thing. Like, what are you talking about? Me. Like, what are you talking so, about? <laughs> so, why did he wear? And you, you see, I'm not like a fan fan, I guess. But like, why did he choose the number? Chose the number forty five. Well, Is that like he as a personal reasons or well, was just? It's, it's kind of two reasons. One, he was. You know, when he retired in 93, his jersey was retired. So when he came back, he couldn't wear it at first. That's right. That's right. And 45 was also his baseball number. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So huh. it was a little combination of that. Huh. Plus 45 is only, you know, you just go up two from, you know, 23, you know. Right. So. Course. You know, you know that's basically what no. that is, okay. type of thing. But, but yeah, that's what that was, was really all about. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much Space Jam. I mean, yeah, we weren't gonna sit here and like go scene for scene or whatnot. Cause oh no, 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 you really no, have to. No, we but... do that. I, I do have a question for you though. Okay. Which uh, monster was your favorite, and can you guess which one's my favorite? Ah. <sighs> You could you could you could do color code if you like. <laughs> Which one was my favorite? Um, probably the one that was supposed to be um, Larry Johnson. Oh, uh, that was basically that's the one that was doing all the damn dunking. Um, <laughs> what that could that's the, all... Which one? Wait, that's the green one. No, what is he? I can shoot. I can't remember if he was green. I know one of them is. Well, I know the the tall Frankenstein looking one that's supposed to be Sean Bradley. I thought he was green. Or was he blue? Shit, I can't remember right now. I just know Charles Barkley was orange. That's all I can remember. Wait, no, the blue one was the the, the dumb one. Okay, so that was that was the Sean Bradley one. Okay. Okay. So. Shit, I can't even remember. But yeah, it well, maybe it was the Charles Barkley one. 
Because I know, I know one of them was the one that was doing all the damn dunking. I do know that. Oh, Charles! I yeah, he was doing the dunking when, when they showed him like the his, his, um they took his shorts off. He was dunking too. Yeah, yeah, because Charles Barkley was the one that was because he the one that got gored by the damn uh, bull. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, Ooh. that was funny. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, hmm. I want to say for you, your favorite one was probably either the probably the dumb one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I keep hitting this. I keep hitting it. My hand. Uh, but how, how did you? <laughs> did you just take a guess? No, so, because you I know you. Bring up like so, thirty seconds ago. Okay. No, I uh, know uh, you. Uh, uh, what does that mean? What that's supposed to mean? Because I know you. I know you like. I know you. I know what type of stuff you like. That's why. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the dumb ones. <laughs> you like the dumb ones. <laughs> but um. Now, uh, now, would well, that be your favorite? One more thing I would okay. say. What? No, no go no, ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. The one, one thing I was going to say with the part one, like when the players, when they lost their power, I like how they went to therapy. They did all this test on them, and they couldn't find nothing wrong. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, because it was, it, well, physically there was nothing wrong. It's just they lo- lost their mojo. Right. And everything. That's what it was. They just lost their athletic ability. But physically there was nothing wrong with them. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I will say that, that that's one thing about the movie. I kind of wish they would have kind of went more in depth to how exactly that worked with them with the whole transferring of power. Like, how, how exactly does did they do that? You know, th- th- that's always kind of been a mystery to me. But I guess it's something I, that we. I think they about. they kept it like. That maybe maybe in the second one you get more in depth, right? But I think maybe it was more like you know it's 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 in a cartoon world, so you can like go to the human world and just like you know just suck the life out of them temporarily, I guess. So I mean, yeah, I mean they could have went more detail, but I mean it was kind of self-explanatory a little bit. It's more like okay, we need powers. Let's go suck the life out of them. <laughs> my my question is, how the hell is staying the ball that day? long and, and why the ball like orange <laughs> it's it's, like i said that's some mysteries that need to be explained oh you talking about vampire okay okay yeah. i thought you meant like like how like how did it like just like how they suck the life out of it. okay that's how i thought you meant yeah, okay just, just some mysteries that need to be explained so yeah. um <sighs> now would now okay so your favorite character well, I say I say it was oh um <laughs> crispy chicken. No, um, Daffy Duck and Buzz Bunny, just a combination of them both. And well, Danny, uh, Danny, the uh, DeVito character. Jesus, sorry. Um, those are my top three favorite. Well, characters. Bugs, Bugs was um, Bugs was damn drunk with love with uh, with Lola. Uh, and... Right, exactly. And like I say, Daffy was the was the was the secret villain of this movie. <laughs> right. 
Exactly. And Sylvester, the one thing was funny, Sylvester and the damn bird and how Michael Jordan took the ball and hit him and then he, he, he still, tra- he still trying to kill the damn bird in the middle of the ba- uh, baseball game, basketball game. That's what it was, baseball game. So when they was in the beginning, the spaceship flew by. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. And then it came back because at the end, you know, he went to his uh, baseball game. How did you like that part towards the end? Like he had to get his grand interest out of a freaking spaceship and everybody's like what the hell well i guess he <laughs> thought he was george clinton because he came back on the damn mothership so it's like what the fuck the is this yeah the mothership yeah 605 but anyway um no i thought that was a cool scene like him having this grand entrance i mean he got the cody rose entrance so <laughs> right so um but yeah, that was that was a nice little scene, and it. Well, I will say this, even though I felt like Teresa Randall was like wasted in this movie <laughs> as his wife, <laughs> she only just shows definitely up, just shows up at the beginning the end of the movie. Just you like, know, when I think of his wife, I think of um the queens of comedy, Simone, where she was just like. Um, you want to divorce Michael Jordan? Who else? Whatever billionaire, millionaire you going to marry? Uh, Oprah? Like I don't know. Every time I think about that, years ago, right? I think about her. I don't know. Every time, like I hear her name, that comes to mind first. <laughs> I don't know. Well, but the the crazy thing about it is because you know she she has stake in Jordan brand, so. Yeah, she ain't dumb. Well, no, because she she started. I mean, he started that when they were married, but she was also like involved in, you know, the marketing part of it and everything like that. So, no, 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 she ain't like that. But um, if you had to, you know, oh, let's see. So, um, how would you rate the movie? Read it. I don't. I don't want out of out of what out of ten five stars uh, letters. What are you going for? Uh, out, of, out of out of uh, lucky shorts. Ah, uh, five five stars. Okay, I already enjoy it. Especially five. especially a kids movie. Yeah, five. I mean, yeah, it, it's it, it's it's, it's a movie. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a movie that it, it's one of those movies that you know. Kids can enjoy as well as adults can enjoy, and even if you liked it as a kid, I think if you liked it as a kid or whatnot, you liked it for a certain aspect. But then when you watch it as an adult and everything, you kind of see it in a different light. Where the movie right. does have a message to it, um, or oh, whatnot. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it 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 definitely does, and so. it just. One one message I would say from this is my personal message from the movie Chase, so don't judge me, is that you shouldn't make another part of it. <laughs> it should just be <laughs> it's one. It's too late. It's coming out. It's too late. So should not um, lie. It shouldn't no, be it shouldn't. One. Well, this, that same person is planning to make a um house party movie. And I believe a white oh, man came no. to Oh. Well, yep. I said, well, I said it wasn't time to go. 
<laughs> so, um, so I mean, thank you for coming on this episode and talking about one of your favorite childhood movies, um, and everything. Is there anything that you want to say else about the movie before we get out of here, or um, anything to plug? I, I will say I recommend this movie to everybody. It's PG, I believe. I don't. It's not thirteen. I ain't no cussing. PG movie. I mean, like Jay said, you could watch it with kids, or it could just be kids watch it, or if you're an adult, like watch. I think more with the adults. I think you get more like with the music, you know, different parts. Like it feel like it's just combination of both with this movie, and it's a fun movie to watch. So if you're going through something or just want to laugh, why not watch Looney Tunes? And then it's like seven dollars at Target. I saw online. It might be even free. Well, if you got HBO Max, like we do, it's free for us. Well, we still pay for it, but you know what I mean. But it's cheap to buy if you want. You know, want it on DVD. I don't know if you could find VHS, Jay. Can, can you? Can, can you find but, but it'll be expensive as hell. So. <laughs> but um, I would just say thank you, Jay, so much for having me. Um, when I tell you about it, you're just like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why not? Why not? I had another movie in mind, but you know, it's always next time, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Space Jam. Hey, why not? I believe I can fly <laughs> to my kitchen, to my refrigerator. <laughs> nah, not fly. Well, I might I hurt mean, myself. With, with, <laughs> with me, of course, you can find me on the on the Twitters at uh, J Movie Talk. Um, of course, you can find the J Movie Talk podcast on Instagram at JMT Podcast. And of course, you can find all the episodes of part of the TV Zone Podcast Network on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podchaser also. Um, because one of the great things about Podchaser is that you you can either you know give it five stars over there, but also, too, you can actually comment and rate individual episodes as well. So... Yeah, uh, you know, give us a five star on um, Podchaser, and let's say if you whatever episodes individually that you like, you can do those as well. So um, that's it for this episode. I will be back for episode two hundred six with a guest, and it's gonna be someone that you know, good old uh, moneymaker Chris, and we're gonna be talking about the Sandlot. So, oh wow. Yeah, okay. that's the movie he picked. Um, okay, N- never heard of him and never heard of the movie, but right. I will stay tuned and listen. So. Right, right, right. Which one is true? Which one's false? <laughs> Both false. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's it. Any last words, Miss Hubbard? Uh, thank you so much, Jay, for having me, and peace out. Peace.